1: Guys, could this be the year Eric Bienneme finally gets his shot as a head coach? Um, Dan grazino from ESPN wrote about it earlier this week. Um, part of it, he said, I'd be very surprised if he didn't get at least an interview in Denver. And there are a lot of people I talked to about the coaching carousel who believe this could finally be the year Bienname gets his shot. Do we think it happens?
2: So, uh, first, before we address that, uh Tio is actually two inches taller than Devonte Adams, so I'm an oh. idiot, but not important. Um <laughs> I, you know, I don't know why I'm talking myself into the fact that Eric Bieniemy is going to have a shot at a job because I would kind of written it off because the NFL is pretty clear on these rules that if you go through two coaching cycles or in his case, three and nobody hires you, that's it. That's it. You want to be a head coach? Well, then go to college and then hope to make your way back up to the pros. But I think the reason why I'm buying into it or I think there's a chance is all the. The Sean McVay guys were the hot ticket item because it was working, right? Over and over and over again, it was working, 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 working. And for finally this year, anybody who was coming off of that version of the tree, right, isn't Hackett's a bust and a few others aren't going to plan where they had signed up to be. And instead, it is the Brian Dable uh, Dan Campbell, rah, rah, I'll lead. I'm a leader of men type guys who are having the better seasons. And because of that, I kind of think the enemy could get back in the mix. It's not that none of the statistician, cause obviously Mike McDaniels had some success in Miami, but I, I kind of feel like there might be a, you know what, let's let this guy just be the leader and he'll figure out the rest of the way Kafka runs it for Dables. So I, I guess I don't think that there's a 0% chance Eric BNME gets a job. I still don't think I'd put it above 70% or anything, but I actually think some teams will take a real good look at him. I'm just
0: puzzled as to what has changed this year. Mm -hmm. So he wasn't being tossed around the circles last year, but now he is. Is it simply the removal? I mean, Graziano hinted at this in his report that like the idea that The removal of Tyree Kill and the Chiefs maintaining their status as a top offense, maybe is having like causing teams to take a second look. Like that's what it took. That's what it took. Like I always thought it was the fact that he was coaching under Andy Reid. And you saw Peterson go to Philly and have success early and then kind of peter out. Same thing with Matt Nagy in Chicago. And they kind of said, maybe we should back off of hiring Chiefs offensive coordinators for a while, but you still felt like he would break through somewhere, right? There's always a team who would be willing to pluck from that tree I mean, the, the saints hired Dennis Allen to be their coach. You're like, we you can't get a job. <laughs> like retread like Dennis Allen. We we've seen Dennis Allen as a head coach. We Dennis saw Allen had
2: a two thirty winning percentage as a head coach. Look at Josh McDaniels.
0: Like we've yeah. seen him as a head coach. Didn't work. Teams are willing to go for retreads rather than pluck Eric B away from Kansas city. So it just doesn't make sense to me that now all of a sudden teams are interested in him. I don't know if this is specific to Denver, like, will there be other, will Carolina be interested in him? Will Indianapolis or, you know, other vacancies like Houston, will they come calling? Or is this just specific to Denver? I'm very confused as to
2: why is, this is happening now. Is is BNME still in the spot where we just tell him, hey man, sorry, um, as hard as this has been for you, anybody who offered the job, you got to take it. Because the Denver job objectively sucks ass. No, yeah, you That's have. a terrible job. You
0: have to. You have to take an agent. You can't, you can't. You can't like vocalize the fact that you want to be an NFL head coach for five years and then if you get offered, say no.
2: Can't do it. It sucks because I think for a while there in the early going when his name started to get hot, I kind of thought that maybe he could choose a little bit. Be careful, be smart. Look, you weren't McDaniel. You couldn't like hand pick your spot, but you know, you could be careful. Don't fall into the trap. Because whoever the next co- head coach of the Denver Broncos is doesn't feel like he's gonna be the head coach of the Denver Broncos very long. Now, if you make Russell Wilson an even passively good. At this point, you can make Russell Wilson a top 15 or 20 quarterback. You might keep that job forever because then at least it's not complete sunk cost. And you can try to put something around Russell Wilson and try to stumble into one of those years where you can make the playoffs and win a game. But it does suck for BN. I mean, it does feel like he has to take any job, but here's the thing. I mean, some of the other teams that I feel like should be making changes. Some of the ports are, they might just stay the course. Like the saints might stick with Dennis Allen, even though they're six and nine, the, Texans might stick with Lovey Smith, even though he was set up to fail there. It's the the Colts job is maybe the most intriguing to me, because if I were them, I still don't have a quarterback. But at least I can have the guy to go with it. And if I'm finally going to step up and draft one, at least I can have a coach that I feel I can handle a young quarterback again. And that's what you'd have in the enemy.
1: I really don't like the idea of him going to Denver. I feel like there should be a rule against a coach not going to a division rival.
0: Well, Feels Andy, wrong. Andy was asked about it on Wednesday and he said, you know, I wanted to be a head coach, but uh, not in Denver, <laughs> Like, <he kind laughs> of, which is like, I, I'm just kidding, but not really. That was the equivalent of what Andy was saying. Like he would let him go, but he really doesn't want a guy who's
2: been under his wing for the last five years to
1: right be in
2: the same
0: division as him
1: go anywhere. Just not Denver.
2: Yeah, I know, but BNM has to take the like if Denver's like, "Hey, we'll make you our head coach tomorrow." You're like, "Okay. I'll take the job." I mean, you don't if you're being at this point, you really want to be a head coach, Nick's right. You have to take it.
1: We shall see what happens. Speaking of what's going on. Wh- guys, what is going on with McCole Hardman? Um, Andy said Wednesday that he was set to return barring barring any setbacks. Barring? Barring.
0: Barring. You got it. Barring. Barring I'm both, but barring is I, the correct one.
1: Thank you. Uh, I know English words. Then he didn't practice on Thursday. Uh, As we know, he's been out since week nine with an abdominal injury. No one's really said what it is. We had our suspicions. What is happening here?
2: I mean, so he wasn't like, this is the thing I hate about NFL teams. It's not that we know whether he's practiced or not. And guess what? When they put out the injury report, we still won't know because when you're on the injured reserve, they don't have to say shit about you. They don't have to say what you're doing, what you're up to, what you nothing. They don't have to say anything about your job, just that you exist as a, not even that you exist. You don't even show up on an injury report. And he wasn't seen during the media portion of today's practice. But the other part of that is why would they be hiding? Before? Everyone saw him out there yesterday Everybody did, which to me means he didn't practice. I, I think we'll find that out probably on Friday. That McColl wasn't a participant, which to me only leads to guessing that it was a setback, which would be bad because as much as these next two games don't matter, it took him better than a month to get back onto a football field. And we are two weeks before the playoffs, or at least when the Chiefs are scheduled to play in the playoffs, right? Two regular season weeks and then one more. It means if he had a setback, how many more weeks till he plays? And then he gets what? No lead up to get used to NFL speed again, used to the offense again. Fitting the way it all fits, I don't, I don't love that because then at that point we'd be going into the postseason, having never put all of the offensive skill position players on, on the field at the same time. Mm.
0: yeah, like we, th- th- it's so hard to answer this question without knowing what the actual injury was. He has not played yeah. since week nine. Like uh, you, you said it, Kayla. It's an abdomen issue. So like they will, they're so vague in like how they describe these things. Is it an oblique strain? Is it some sort of weird injury that I've never even heard of? And I'm still going with appendicitis appendicitis. It might be, but like, how do you have a setback? Like I, maybe I'm naive and I don't know enough about injuries here, but that's, what's so confusing is you don't associate abdomen injuries with the types that have setbacks in practice. You know? So I don't think,
2: I I have no idea. It's, I don't know. Like, and then they made such a big deal about the weight thing. Like why, you know what it is, is I don't know why for a team that doesn't win drama, right? That's let's all agree that that's pretty much Andy's general feeling, right? To create zero drama. Like when he sees Travis Kelsey go on his podcast and essentially be like, yeah, Andy calls the place, which is something we all knew. By the way, you were blind. If you were choosing to believe Andy Reid all these years when he would say things at the press conference, like oh, Doug called all the good ones, I called all the bad ones. OK, well, that's a lie. And we know that that's how lies work. So like it's for, for somebody who wants to be free of that. Why be so weirdly vague? You know what it is about Nicole Hardman's injury. I have an answer. You, you
0: guys watch the office, right?
1: So, uh, yes.
0: Yeah. So it's when uh, Andy and Aaron start dating and they go to the company party and Andy just keeps <laughs> saying, I don't want drama. I don't want <laughs> drama. That's who Andy Reed is. Maybe that's it, Cody. That's a great conspiracy theory. Did did McColl get hurt in a dirt bike accident and he didn't want it to be distracted from the team? What the hell? It doesn't make sense. Andy Reid loves drama. That's just it. He
2: loves...
0: (laughs) He has a a taste for the flair. He likes to get attention. And there's just not enough drama around this team right now.
2: Like a little too stale. Gotta keep a mysterious injury. He's like the Wizard of Oz right now, man. He's the man behind the curtain. I'll be honest with you. Like, I know that McColl is not... One, two,
0: three, four, like in terms of importance in this offense. But there is a part of me that says, you need him. You need him to be healthy if you want to win a Super Bowl. You don't need it to win four games, but you're going to need him for a game or two just because of what guys like he and Kadarius and Jarek do, stretching the field horizontally. You know who your deep threats are. You know who the over the middle guys are. But this offense is predicated on a lot of stuff at the line of scrimmage and getting speed out to the edge, stretching defenses that way without McColl and Kader's. Cause I think you need them both. Neither one of them are Tyreek. They can't do it all by themselves, but having multiple guys out there makes you so yeah. hard to defend. That's why part of me is kind of keeping a watchful eye on this because I don't think it's a nothing. It's really easy to say, Oh, they got plenty of guys. They'll be fine without them. But I don't think that's the situation.